0: Well, today on Mother's Day, I want to kind of share with you a few thoughts uh, regarding a couple of moms, uh, two women that we read about in the New Testament. Now, these two individuals, um, they were women that had a great connection with Jesus uh, because they were friends with Jesus. As a matter of fact, their whole family was friends and interacted with Jesus on a, on a regular basis. And this is part of their story. Now, this comes from the book of Luke. And as always, I I, I shy away from giving you the verses because I think you have to read the whole chapter in order to put it all into context. So later this week, as you spend time with God, take a look at the book of Luke, especially chapter 10, where this comes from. And I will read it for you. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him, and she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. Now, don't get the wrong idea here. Keep it in context. Uh, This family had a relationship with Jesus. This wasn't some random woman that just opened her house to him. No, Um, This was somebody that knew Jesus, had a relationship with Jesus, and, you know, Jesus was traveling and came into uh, her home and, and met there with a bunch of different people, including her family member. And the scripture continues, it says, but Martha was distracted by all of the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care? that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her. He said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or at least only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. You see, the story here, Jesus had come into the town of Bethany, and he was traveling, and his friends there were Mary and Martha and Lazarus, her brother, uh, as well as many others. And, you know, these two sisters in particular uh, that the story is based around were complete opposites. Martha was one of those people that's a doer. She can't sit still. She's got to be up and moving around and getting things organized and everything prepared, and she's got to be doing something. And she gets the, the the kitchen things going. and She gets the meal plans going. And you know she's this typical type A personality where she's got to take control and get things moving in the right direction. However, her sister Mary is the complete opposite. Mary's just kind of coasting along. She's kind of you know, happy to see Jesus, and she's not real worried about, you know, the preparations that need to to happen for a meal later or, you know, making sure everybody is comfortable and well taken care of in her home. And uh, because hospitality back then was a huge deal. She's not worried about the dust on the coffee table, or, and she's just going to lay back and listen to Jesus. And she wants to be a part of what's going on in that home that day. You see, Jesus is there visiting, and he's sharing with them. He's talking with the people that are there, the group that is formed. And Mary simply wants to be a part of it. So here's two people, two different personalities. Where do you fit in? What kind are you? You know, people have different personalities, don't they? They they do. They're, but for the most part, people are either like Martha or Mary. And some of us have to be doing things all the time. We got to be busy. We can't sit still. We got our minds are always planning. And, you know, here's you know, your type A personality when somebody unexpected shows up and you go into a frenzy trying to make sure everything gets done. How many times do we see that? If that's you, then you're a Martha. But some of us. We kind of coast along, and we take life a little bit on the easier side. We don't get real worked up and upset about all those types of things, you know. We don't we don't get all fussy about what's going to happen and what needs to take, but we just chill, take a breath, you know, let it go. We might say, what's the big deal? And if that's you, then you're a Mary. Now, in this situation that the scripture describes for us. Jesus is talking with Martha, and he's basically telling her, Martha, don't get yourself all worked up here. You know, don't be so worried. Don't be so upset. Don't be so, you know, just do like your sister here. Spend some time with me. You know, that's what's important. Now, I want you to realize here that Jesus did not say to Martha to ignore any of your responsibilities. He didn't say that, you know, you're just plain wrong in what you're doing. What he was saying was, you know, you just need to spend some time uh, to to spend with me. You need to look at what's happening here and determine whether or not it's the right time or the wrong time for you to spend with me. He says, your sister is not worried about all those preparations. Instead, she wants to listen to what I have to say. Martha... Maybe you need to do the same thing. Well, Mary, at this point, and as we look at, if we're giving away points on this on this study here, then we would have to get Mary the point, because Jesus tells us that Mary chose what was right at that particular time. I wonder what kind of things Jesus said that, um, that Martha missed. You know, maybe we'll, we'll probably never know. You know, here's another scenario where Jesus is talking with Mary and with Martha, too. And this one comes out of the book of John, and this is chapter 11. So I want you to read that chapter also this week and during your time of prayer. And here's what's going on. Let me kind of tell you the story here a little bit. allergy season so here's kind of what's going on a little bit mary and martha's brother lazarus has died and jesus finds out and he and his disciples they go back to bethany uh, to be with mary and martha during this time now we're going to jump into the story here in in john chapter 11 at verse 17. on his arrival My brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever it is that you ask. Now, after she said this, she went back and called her sister, Mary, aside. The teacher is here, meaning Jesus, and he's asking for you. Remember, Mary stayed home. Well, when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and ran to him. Even though he had not entered the village yet, but he was still at the place where Martha had met with him. But when the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and left, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. But when Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. You know, there was faith in both of the statements that those two women made. Tremendous faith. Jesus, if you had been here, uh, my brother would not have died. But Martha took it a step further, and she demonstrated the faith that she has in her heart. And she says, but I know that even now, whatever you ask for, God will give to you. You see, she knows that even though Lazarus died and he's been in the tomb for four days, that Jesus, you, can bring him back to life if it simply is your will. If you simply ask God, God will do the things that you ask him to do. That's and that's tremendous faith. Can you imagine losing somebody, a loved one, especially a family member, and, and they've been buried now for four days And seeing Jesus and then having that much faith to say, Jesus, if you want him back, I know you can do it. Well, in this particular case, um, I would give Martha the point because she demonstrates that she has a faith in Jesus that is tremendously deep. Whereas Mary stayed at home and she recognizes that if Jesus had been there, he probably could have done something. Or he might have done something. You know, Martha gets a point on this one because she demonstrates a deep, deep faith. Now, I want you to realize something. What side of these two women are you on? Which one can you identify with? Are you a Martha or are you more or less a Mary? Which one of these women is wrong? If you had to choose a side, what side would you choose? You know, we all make up our minds about people quickly, and in these readings that we've just gone through, it's easy for us to make a determination of who we feel we can associate with, who we think was right, you know, which one was more like us. We kind of analyze the decisions that were made, you know, was Mary wrong to stay home, Was Was Martha right to take off and go find Jesus and see Jesus when she heard that he was coming? You know, where would you be in all of this? If we're Martha's, we could make up our mind about the Marys in life and say, you know, they're all uncaring and they have a weak faith and they're lazy. If we're Marys in life, and we can make up our mind about the Marthas pretty quick too. They're obsessive. They're compulsive. They drive everybody crazy. You know, they they don't enjoy the life that they're given to live, and they sometimes suck the joy right out of everybody's life around them. if you compare these two scenarios, in one case Mary's right, in the other case Martha seems to be. How do you feel about that? What side would you choose? You see, I want you to, to see here that neither one of them was really wrong. They, Because of their personalities, they responded differently to the situation that they were in. You know, Mary had faith in Jesus, tremendous faith in Jesus. Martha had tremendous faith in Jesus. And Jesus did not condemn either one of them. He didn't. He simply points out to Martha during the first scenario that Martha, um, Mary chose to listen to me today and to commune with me today and to be a part of what's going on here today. And yet you just ignored it all and you're just busy, busy, busy. That wasn't the best of choices. But he doesn't condemn her for it. And then in the other scenario, of course, you know, Mary is the one that looks, you know, like the the criminal here. You know, she's just at home. Lazarus died. If Jesus had been there, you know, it would have been different. You know, but she still had faith, and Jesus still did not condemn her. He didn't. What am I talking about? What's the point of all this? The point is that we can be different people. We can have different personalities. We can react to things differently. And absolutely none of us will get it all right here in this life. But notice that Jesus doesn't condemn them, and he won't condemn us for the same thing. What was important here was that these two women had a saving, loving, lasting relationship with Christ. You know, as the the book of Romans, if you look in chapter 8, you'll find this. As the book of Romans says, it says, therefore, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? It means that if you have faith, if you have a saving, lasting relationship with Christ, If you believe in who he is, and if you have put your own will and your own understanding of things aside and submitted to the will of God and offered yourself to God in a relationship and to Christ in a relationship, then, then, yeah, there's no condemnation. He knows that we're all different people and we're going to respond and react to things differently. So many times we look at people and we make these assumptions. Man, I wish I wish that my mind worked the same way that Jesus' mind worked. That I could look at people and not automatically condemn them because of what they did. Or what, you know what I mean? Because of the way they reacted to something. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Jesus. I submit to you that that is the most important thing that we can you know, strive for in our relationship here in this life is that we would have a relationship deep enough with Christ that regardless of how we personally react to something, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, that there would be no condemnation because we have a saving relationship with Jesus. That's what's important. and happy Mother's day, God bless. Tough Questions for God is a teaching ministry of the Rosebush United Methodist Church where we challenge our faith with some of the most difficult issues. Tough Questions for God is available on Facebook Live Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or go on our website at toughquestionsforgod.org and just follow the links on the homepage for YouTube or via podcast. Thanks for joining and don't forget to like and share. God bless.